Hey yo, welcome to the podcast where we talk about basketball among other things. I know I haven't posted an episode in a while, you know, life's just been life and it's kind of been kicking my ass, but this playoff excitement is just too hard to control, man. I have so much shit to talk about, but I just don't have the time. So I quickly grab my mic and I'm going to make this real quick, about 20 to 30 minutes long. And I'm just going to try to quickly talk about all these playoff games, this play in game, all the shit that's happening. Also, the TikTok and YouTube are dropping on Wednesday. Speaking of Wednesday, that's my final exam. Once I'm done with that, I'm going to completely invest in this podcast, probably drop like two or three episodes a week, not just talk about basketball. You know, I have this anime podcast already recorded. I just really got to edit it. Edited it. I got to edit it. Yeah, I got to do that. And then once I'm done, I'll probably post that one up later this week too. But let's just get into it, man. Let's just start talking about the National Basketball Association. Because right now, it is some heat. I'm currently recording this at April 18th, 4.30. So before all the game twos. We all seen the game ones, and some of them were pretty fucking wild. Now, I know I haven't been talking about basketball, but I've definitely been engaging in it. And by engaging in it, I mean, you know, gambling what little money I have away into the sport. But I'm not going to lie. It's been a good week for me, man. I actually have been winning almost all my bets, all my parlays. One of the best ones I made was a $100 bet on... New Orleans winning and Atlanta winning the playing tournament. And that hundred dollars turned to like two something, but it was just it just felt so obvious because Cleveland is just exposed. I I had no um no expectations for Cleveland to get anywhere, to be honest. Especially after that blowout from the Nets. Like that definitely hurt the pride and they're already on the decline. We knew that. As for uh New Orleans, they're obviously gonna win against uh Clippers without Paul George. Um, it's I think it's just morale. It was like you get like I don't know. I could just sense that like morale from both teams, Cleveland and the Clippers. It just felt like they just they just kind of gave up the game before when they lost. You know, Trey Young did his thing. I I like Trey Young, and CJ McCollum and Brandon Ingram did their thing, which is pretty obvious. I I just felt like it was obvious. So that that just felt like an obvious bet, and it made me money. I made a bunch of other bets, but they're mostly just, like, player spreads because, I don't know, you can never really, like, I could always count on players to do what they do best, but I don't know if I can uh, count on teams to, you know what I mean? Like, the other day I made this, like, huge parlay, James Harden over 10 assists, Pascal Siakam uh, hitting a three, Fred Van Fleet over five assists, James Harden over, like, 20-some points, uh, the total score over 200. That was, like, times eight or something of what I bet, and... uh Obviously, it went through. But if you ask me, I thought Raptors were going to win that first game. Instead, it ended up being the 76ers. Let me just start with that series because I think that's like the hardest series for me to objectively look at. Because there's two... Whenever I'm looking at all these playoff series, there's always two sides of me. There's the subjective side and the objective side. So the subjective side is like, I like X player. I like this player. I like that player. I want them to win a ring. I want them to go forward. I want them to have a better legacy. And then the objective side is like, all right, but this team's clearly better. And with the Raptors, it makes it like 10 times harder. Because when it comes to the Raptors, I throw all objectivity out of the window. I'm always a Raptors fan. I'm always rooting for the Raptors. I always want the Raptors to win every series. But the 76ers are kind of a better team. 
I mean, it's only the first game. OG and Bamvleet just came back. They're still getting into their groove. I feel like that has a huge factor. And actually, I went to the Raptors and Sixers game uh, last week. I know I said I'm busy, but that's part of me being busy, having to go out, business relations. Definitely not for fun, but I went to that game, and Siakam dropped 35 points and a triple-double. That was amazing to witness live. And that's also why I think the Raptors do have a good chance to beat Philly. Out of all the series, the first-round series in the league, the Raptors have the most likely chance to upset. All we have to do is just stay consistent on offense because that's our biggest problem. Stay consistent on offense and just keep running the ball. Keep going for fast breaks. That's how you break Philly down. Get Harden and Embiid tired from going back and forth on defense and offense. Because I've seen it live. Philly versus Toronto, almost all the biggest buckets we made the other day. It was all on fast breaks. And I'm talking about um, the last, their last meeting in the season, not the first playoff game because, you know, we're not going to talk about that. At the end of the day, though, I do think that this series solely relies on James Harden. Whether James Harden plays like how the James Harden we know plays or he just plays like how he's been continuing to play this season. And with that, with that Raptors defense, you never know, man, you know? They always be throwing mans at him. We love to switch. We can we basically play positionless basketball and that's what makes us so special, so dangerous. And even if Philly does come out of it, they're definitely gonna be tired. Now, if I had to pick who would win, look, I'm gonna be supporting the Raptors in and out. I'm gonna be saying go Raptors. I want Raptors to win. But if I was putting my money on it, I'd say Philly and six. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. Like, look, just because I'm a homer, just because I love the Raptors and they're my home team, it does not mean that I'm just going to straight up lie, right? Like, objectively speaking, Philly is the better team. Look, I'm just happy we made it to the playoffs. I'm happy that we piss off all these Americans who believe, like, we should have been in Cleveland's spot and Cleveland should have been in our spot. Fuck them, bro. Fuck them. We made it this far. Let's see how far we can go. Shit, if we beat Philly... I'm definitely not mad. I'm definitely okay with being wrong. But as of right now, I got Philly in six, bro. It is what it is. Next. Okay, I really want to talk about Celtics and Nets. Um, Going into it, I had the Nets winning. But the Celtics are looking strong, bro. On that court, when it comes to just players, on that court, my favorite player is Jason Tatum. No doubt about it. I know Kyrie's got the best handles in the game. I know KD's doing KD things. He's one of the goats. But I like Jason Tatum. If you guys are listening to my podcast a few episodes earlier, I thought that Jason Tatum would win MVP before the season started. And even though I was wrong about that, I wasn't necessarily wrong about Jason Tatum taking that big jump, which he's been showing in the latter half of the season and, of course, in the first playoff game. Now, I still have Nets winning. But another thing I did say before is the Nets are only as good as their role players. Because Kyrie and KD can, they'll, they'll do theirs. They'll do their thing, you know? They'll get theirs. They'll drop 40 each. And look, that's 80 points. But if the game's going up to 120, who's going to score the other 60 points? That's what I want to know. It's going to be Bruce Brown, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, a combination. Because what I've seen in that first game is just their lack of role players 
their lack of bench depth and their lack of a center position. And Al Horford was just clamping up KD for some reason. I don't know why the fuck Al Horford was clamping up KD, but he was. So shout out to Al Horford for that. But goddamn, bro, that shot, that shot by Jason Tatum, that game winner, oh my god. I saw Jalen Brown with it. You know, I thought Jalen Brown was going to chuck up a hero shot, but he's like, nah. You know, he looked, he couldn't find a good shot, passed out to Marcus Smart. Now, when Marcus Smart had the ball and he beat the two defenders and uh, drove in, I'm like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to, you know, he's 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 an infamously known shot chucker. You know, I'm like, yeah, this guy's just going to just throw up a fucking floater or some shit. No, he saw Jason Tatum cutting. He saw Jason Tatum cutting, dimed it to him. Jason Tatum caught it. Spin move, easy layup, game. My jaw was on the floor. That was such a good game. That was such a good fourth quarter. Celtics were up 10, and then Kyrie just went Kyrie mode. The Nets were up. Celtics made a little comeback. Then the Nets were winning, and then Jason Tatum just hit that game winner, bro. I was just like, bro. Like, I was just on my feet. I was just so hyped up. Like, I remember I had chicken wings, too. I had food in my hand. Like, I was feeling good, bro. I was, that was an amazing moment when I seen Jason Tatum hit that shot. I was like sometimes though, like I do wonder, like what do these players think? Like, do you think that when Jason Tatum was cut- cutting, like was he gonna cut for a board? Was he gonna cut and then thinking like, yo, am I like when I see Kyrie, I'm gonna do a spin move, or was it just like natural instinct? I feel like it was just natural instinct. Like as soon as he felt the ball in his hands, he saw a defender in front of him, he just spun around him, easy layup, because that was so smooth, man. That was such a smooth shot. It's like as soon as he beat the defender with the spin, like. 100% shot, you know? Green light. But again, it's just the first game. According to data analysts, though, it's not the Suns, but the Celtics who are most likely to win it all. According to data analysts, the Celtics are the best team in the NBA. They're number one in offensive and defensive ratings. Apparently. I'm not going to go fact check that right now. But I'm pretty sure. But on the net side of things, it's not looking too bad to be honest the only thing i don't like is how a lot of people are just saying like yeah because look ben simmons is actually the perfect player they need here they need someone to clamp up the other team's best player play help defense switches all that and and they need some size right defensively however like i just don't like this like this false narrative in the media that like yeah ben simmons might come back he might come back game three he might come back game four it was so fucking what? Look, last year, Ben Simmons was a defensive player of the year in my eyes. But he hasn't played NBA basketball in a year. And to just not play for a year and then come back and just get into playoff basketball, like, you're actually disrespecting and mocking the league if you think you could just do that. I had people telling me, like, yeah, but it's just defense. Defense is easier. What? What are you talking about? Keeping up with someone like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown night in, night out after not playing, like, freaking basketball for how long? He hasn't even started like 3v3s yet. And you're just expecting him to guard the best player in a series after a year off? Bro, that's just cap, man. That's just cap. Ridiculous. But at the end of the day, I still have Nets winning the series in six. And it's the same thing, you know? Subjective versus objective. Subjectively, I want the Raptors to win. Objectively, I feel like the Sixers are going to win. Subjectively, I want Jason Tatum to get his and win. But objectively, I think KD and Kyrie... Especially after this loss, I feel like Katie and Kyrie are just going to go to work. I think it's going to be Nets and six. Next is Bucks versus Chicago. Do I even need to go into detail? 
that's a sweep. I knew it was going to be a sweep before, and I'll give it to Chicago for making a little comeback in the second half, I guess. But at the end of the day, it's going to be a sweep for Bucks. Next, Miami-Atlanta. I think I'm going to go with Miami. That's pretty obvious. But look, like Miami's going to win like 99%. I just don't know in how many games. Some people think it's going to be a sweep. I don't believe so. I think that Atlanta can pull out a win or two. Trey just ended up having a bad game. It is what it is. He's human, and he's a smaller guard. It happens. I'm going to say Miami in five. I think Trey can definitely get a win in there. Okay, let's just keep it going. Nice and fast. Let's go Phoenix and New Orleans. Phoenix, obviously, I think they're just going to sweep them. I don't see CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram putting enough work in for Phoenix to really even second guess. Dallas, Utah. Now, that's an interesting one because originally I had Dallas winning in like five or six. But obviously, the heliocentric part of Dallas's offense is Luka Doncic. And if that guy's not playing, then I think I think Utah just sweeps Dallas, right? Like, is Jalen Brunson and Spencer Dinwiddie enough to be Dal- um, enough to be Utah? No, right? So I say it's a sweep if Luca's not there. If Luca's there and he's playing like how he was playing at the end of the season, then it's another story. Then Dallas is winning the series, but we'll just have to see. Okay, I feel like I feel like my mic's tweaking. Whatever though, let's just continue. Hopefully, it sounds good in the editing stage. Next up, we have Golden State and Denver. Okay, that that's a good one. That's that I feel like is gonna be a series that goes up to seven, cause I can't even tell you. Originally, I did say that Denver was gonna win, but yo, goddamn man, yo, Jokic can only do so much, right? Shout out Jordan Poole for dropping a thirty piece, but bro, Jokic had like what? Jokic had twenty five, ten and six. Like, what more do you want from the guy? Will Barton dropped twenty four, but it's like you got Aaron Gordon going three of ten. With eight points. Like, what the fuck? You got Bones Highland going four of ten. No offense to Bones Highland. I love him, but goddamn, bro. Aaron Gordon's 0 of three from three. Jokic was 0 of four. Uh, Morris was one of five from three, that is. And I know, like, Jokic didn't have, like, his greatest game, but, bro, the amount of hate he's get- getting for one single game is just ridiculous. Like, it's so unwarranted. It's literally just all these salty fucking analysts that just, they want Joel Embiid or Giannis to win. So instead of proving why Giannis and Joel Embiid are great players, they're basically just going to discredit Jokic. They're going to discredit the players that they don't want to win MVP. And like he doesn't deserve that just for having one okay game. You can't say this is a bad game. This is just an okay game. Yeah, if you compare it to Jokic, it's you could say it's a bad game, but like, if someone else had this stat line, you'd be like, oh, wow, yeah, you know. I do think I'm going to rescind what I said, though, about Nuggets winning the series. Because, bro, Jokic has no help. He can only do so much by himself. And I guess I just, I thought Jokic would cook. And he still can, but just by the looks of it and just by looking at the morale and just the energy both teams have, I think it's going to be Golden State Warriors. And seven. Last is Memphis versus Minnesota. Very entertaining series because they're both young teams. 
They're both inexperienced. It's pretty wild, you know, kind of like a college game. And just watching the series, it just like the future of the NBA is solid, you know. You got Anthony Edwards, John Morant, Luca, Jason Tatum. The the future is set. The future is good. One quick thing about Minnesota, I said it before, but yo, they're just a they're just a different fucking team now. Like the energy that they bring, the energy that Cat is bringing, it's like Pat Bev is rubbing off on him. It was crazy that playing game. I know they took it way too seriously. But, bro, just the fact that they won, I respect them for going hard. Even though Cat didn't do shit. And he got, like, super, super fucking uh, targeted on defense. And on offense, you know, he just couldn't produce in the playing game. Uh, But they still beat the Clippers, bro. D'Angelo Russell, D'Lo, ice in his veins. And Anthony Edwards just taking that big step. Yeah, yeah, Pat Bev did his thing. Anthony Edwards just taking that big step. Yo, and, and then yesterday, too. Was it yesterday? Uh, yeah, I think it was. It was yesterday or the day before. I don't even give a shit. Game one, Anthony Edwards just, oh my God, he's just going off. I think he's on a hot streak, and I think it's definitely going to be hard to beat. Now, do I have them beating Memphis, though? Let me think about it. Because Memphis has struggled, like John Moran specifically and Memphis. They both struggled against the Minnesota Timberwolves. But, God damn, is my mic tweaking again? I don't know. I just hear static. Look, bro, I have to do this quick, so... If this sounds glitchy, my bad. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. But the thing about the Grizzlies that makes it, like, really hard for them is that I feel like they just suck at guarding, um, like, centers that can shoot. You know, when centers go out, I feel like they really struggle. But who knows, man? I'm, I'm not going to say, like, I watch Bear Grizzlies game or Bear Minnesota game. So this one, I'm definitely not... 100% sure, but I think I'm still going to stick with the Grizzlies in six, probably. And that's it for the first round. Overall, it's hard to say. I had Philly coming out of the East as my sleeper team, but that's just because I want to be edgy, and I'd like for James Harden to win a ring. Of course, Raptors go as far as you can, guys. You know, I'm right behind you. But damn, bro, even Scotty Barnes got injured, Thad Young. It's, it's looking tough. It's looking real tough for us to get out of here. I do have Scotty Barnes as my rookie of the year now, just because Evan Mobley kind of fell off at the end, and Kay did have a bad start to the season, but Scotty Barnes remained consistent all throughout. So I feel like Scotty Barnes should deserve it, even though I doubt they're going to give it to him. MVP, I said Jokic. Right now it's looking like Jokic. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I'm going to stick with what I got. I hope Steph Curry comes back and he drops like bare buckets. That's just like this. The side, you know, I know he came off the bench um, yesterday, but I don't know. I feel like he's going to have some some big games in this playoffs. I thought it would most likely be Jordan Poole for uh, most improved, but now that uh, John Morant also, I wouldn't say declined, but he also took a little step back, especially when he sat out. He might be on my second team now, and Devin Booker, like, bumped up to the first team. But overall, I think John Morant will win most improved. Like, he's kind of in that position now. Depoy, I thought Giannis would be the favorite, but honestly, I'm really glad that Mikel Bridges is. I just thought like not enough people were noticing him, but I guess they were, which is good. I just it's really cool to see a win, a wing player win it, and I do like Mikel Bridges, ultimate role player. I'll say that every podcast if I have to, and that's what makes the Suns actually my favorite to win it all. I have I have Suns and Bucks repeating. With Suns winning it, 
again, if I'm wrong, like, I honestly don't care. Like, this is me trying to, like, make an objective statement. Not really, like, like, there's no feelings behind this, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not necessarily a Suns fan, and I'm not necessarily a Bucks fan. It's just the Bucks are moving like defending champions. Giannis is, Giannis is basically taking it another level, and he's basically exerting confidence out of himself like never before. This guy's hitting freaking step-back, big go-ahead shots against the fucking Brooklyn Nets. Like, what? Come on, man. And then on the other hand, you have the Suns teams that are like, they're, they're kind of the perfect team right now. They got two of the top 15 players in the league. One specializes in scoring. The other one specializes in playmaking. They got um, the defensive player of the year, more, more or less, with uh, Mikel Bridges. They got amazing role players. They got guys like DeAndre Aiden. Um, what's that guy's name? Jay Crowder. Cam Johnson. Cameron Payne. They basically filled up their lack of center depth from last year with JaVel McGee and Bismack Biombo, which are two long guys, decently athletic. And and I think this might be the year that Chris Paul finally wins a ring. I feel like Devin Booker is going to be the one win finals MVP, but more or less, yeah. I basically have the Suns winning it all against the Bucks. Again, if I'm wrong, I couldn't give two shits. But if someone put in a gun to my head or if I just had to put money on it, those are the two teams I would put money on. And there's like a bunch of stuff I want to talk about like more in detail. But honestly, I just don't have the time today. I want to talk about specific players, players I like, players I don't like, and just legacies in general going into this playoff. What does it mean if X player wins versus Y player? What does it mean if someone like Giannis backs the back? What does it mean if a sleeper team like the Mavs, but I don't know anymore, but a sleeper team like the Mavs just somehow make it all the way to the finals, go on this super historic run like that just came out of nowhere, kind of like uh, Golden State the first time they won. I also wanted to talk about some teams going forward, what I think losing in the playoffs or depending on how far they get really means for the offseason in a couple teams. I really want to get more into detail and I want to have more live reactions so after Wednesday, Thursday, expect more podcasts. Expect me to, you know, expect to listen to my voice more often because, you know, I'm about to be dropping episodes on episodes. But until then, that's all I have for today. Nice and short, nice and quick. Hopefully you guys agree. If you don't, I don't give a fuck. But again, thank you for listening, though. You know, I don't want to sound ungrateful. <laughs> all right, I'm out. Peace.